0: There was this one time when I was among a group of new coaches who were having an interesting discussion about coaching someone who was uncoachable. As the situation was described, I realized the coaching conversation was actually between two friends, not a coach and her client. A friend was having a rough time and the coach wanted to help, tried to coach her friend through this hard time. It didn't end well and they concluded the person was uncoachable. That took me back to an unpleasant memory when I had just graduated from coach training 20 plus years ago. Two of my good friends who were married were at my house for dinner and they started arguing. Eager to use my coaching skills, I jumped in to coach them. It devolved into losing my friendship for a time. It was a harsh lesson that I clearly needed and it helped me to understand the ethics of coaching at a deeper level. Are there situations where it's okay to coach without a professional coaching relationship? Let's dig into that. Find the full transcript for this episode and other resources for coaches at prosperouscoach.com 252. You're listening to Prosperous Coach Podcast, a free resource for new coaches since 2018 created by me, Rhonda Hess. I have a talent for breaking complex things into easier steps, and I love helping you choose a smart coaching niche and launch your business with confidence. I began mentoring coaches in 2006 after five years of training coaches at Coach Training Alliance, where I designed the certification program. Subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss a thing, and don't forget to go back to the earliest episodes for incremental learning. Now, let's roll this episode. Hey coaches, you know, in the stories I just shared, both coaches were trying to coach friends, both thought if someone appeared to need coaching, then that was reason enough to coach. And that was the big mistake, believing that people need coaching. Episode 99 is called what coaching clients want versus what you think they need. And it goes deeper into this issue. The truth is, no one needs coaching. I know that might seem odd to say, but it's true. Look, I get it. You have this fantastic new skill set. You've learned how to listen deeply. You know how to ask open-ended questions. Aren't those skills usable in so many settings? Well, yeah, you can listen deeply to everyone. (laughs) That's a great service. Sure, you can ask questions when you are curious and use open-ended questions to do that. But what you don't want to do is step into the coaching role unless there is explicit permission. One of the reasons why coaching is so effective is the co-creative relationship. It is set up between two individuals of equal power. Both coach and coachee are 100% creative, resourceful, and whole. There is no victim and no savior in a coaching relationship. I had to learn this the hard way. Coaching excels between a high-integrity coach and a person who directly asks for or gives consent for coaching for a set period of time on a specific agenda. Ideally, it's a professional fee-based relationship with agreements. Those are the healthiest circumstances for the least chance that harm will be done. So what could I have done better in this situation with my married friends who were arguing? Well, the best thing would have been to stay out of it. I could have provided a room where they could argue in private or gone to another room myself. I could have even suggested we reschedule and lovingly seen them out the door. I cannot see any good scenario where I stick my nose in. Can you? I wish I'd known that 20 plus years ago. So are there any scenarios where it is okay to coach a friend or family member, someone you have a current relationship with. Yes, definitely with consent, but dual relationships are tricky at best and require conscious, careful handling. Now, I have quite a few friends who are coaches. From time to time, we coach each other free of charge. And it always starts like this. One of us asks the other for coaching on a certain agenda. Or during a discussion where it seems appropriate, one of us could ask the other, how can I support you right now? You know, the person might ask with, I could use some coaching. So how can I support you right now is a really powerful question. It's open-ended. It allows for the person to ask exactly for what they want in that moment. And it allows the other person to decide if that is a way that they are willing to help right now. Everybody has consent. And as the conversation goes on, you continue to check in because at some point in time they may not be done and not want a full-blown coaching session but just a little bit here or there. Coaching people without permission won't ever have the desired effect. I mean have you ever resented it when others try to coach you without your permission? So going back to the group of new coaches discussing how the friend was uncoachable I wonder if that was true or if the person was on guard because she didn't give permission to be coached. There are so many reasons someone could appear uncoachable. The first thing to explore is whether their lack of coachability has to do with you, the coach. Were you given explicit permission to coach? How are you showing up energetically in this conversation? Are there any red flags in your integrity? You can feel it if you build that muscle. Is your own agenda manipulating this conversation somehow? That last one is so tricky. Training can only go so far in helping you remove your agenda from coaching conversations. Mastery requires continuous self awareness and staying curious with clients. So, how do you decide? when it's ethical to coach stay inspired and make things happen thanks for listening today you are awesome and it's time for your coaching audience to know that if you're getting value from this podcast please share it with other coaches your kindness will come back to you learn more about how i help coaches choose a smart niche and launch with confidence at prosperouscoachblog.com joel bass wrote my theme music thanks joel